The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening in. I wonder if you've noticed in the last two shows that I've uh, done, I haven't been using the clearing statement as much as I have in the past. I had received an email from a listener who really brought to my awareness that possibly I was using it as one would in the place of like ums and as. So I took that as a bit of a challenge for myself to see what could be created if I didn't choose that kind of as a space filler. And of course, we know that the clearing statement works. We know that the energy is there. We know that even in the shows where maybe I don't say it all the time, that you're still receiving the the shifts and the changes and the possibilities. So I just wanted to talk about that in case you've noticed and wondered what's going on. Uh, There's a, a couple, Steve and Chutissa Bowman, that do a lot with businesses and corporations and just this phenomenal work and they work with Gary a lot with benevolent capitalism and they don't use it at all in in their the work that they do they're aware that it might be a little bit too much for the corporate world to hear the right wrong good bad all nine podpock shorts boys and beyonds and so yeah you may notice that I'm using it a little bit less and please know the energy is still there please know I'm running it in my head I will never not use the clearing statement but you just may not hear it out loud as much and uh, so thank you to the listener who brought that to my attention and and really you know the challenge to look at that and say hey I wonder if it could be another way and yeah what else is possible so this week's show is how to use bell jars to your advantage and bell jars is something that I learned about in access consciousness which of course where these tools are coming from and also the clearing statement so if you are interested in more information about the clearing statement the right, wrong, good, bad, all nine podpock shorts, boys and beyonds. That is at theclearingstatement.com and access consciousness is accessconsciousness.com. And so bell jars is something that I find a lot of people have really misidentified and misapplied. And a bell jar is basically an upside down glass jar and it's an energy thing. You're not actually going to put a bell jar on somebody. Um, I'm not sure they make jars that big 
question, but it's an energy thing where you you energetically put this glass case around somebody. And most often we use it if somebody's really being crazy and really judging us and, and really being unkind and mean. It's often a benefit to put one on them. The way that I do it is not from the place of I need to bell jar them because they're more powerful than me or I need to bell jar them because they have more potency or I need to bell jar them because their judgment means anything to me. It's more that I bell jar them so that I can get really clear and really clear the points of view about whatever I have going on with it. So I'll give you an example. I Years ago, um, there was a woman who was running a business fairly similar to mine. And I felt like I was always competing with her. And it really bothered me. This was before, uh, shortly before my time in Access. So it wasn't an Access when my business was a little bit different. Um, and I would judge myself so harshly for competing with her. And then I would do it again. <laughs> and then I would judge myself again. It was just this constant battle of judgment of myself for competing with her. And what I finally had the awareness of was that it wasn't actually my competition. I was aware that she was competing with me, but I didn't want to be aware of that. So I bastardized it. I made it less. So I made it that it was my competition. I was competing with her. And one of the, the things that was interesting is that she had said to me a few years prior to that, she said, I want to have a business exactly like yours. And that stuck with me for years. And it wasn't until, um, I think it was 2013, I hosted Gary and Dane in, in Edmonton and with, with some other gals. And uh, I asked Gary the question because I just said, this is really sticking me. Like, and I don't know what it is about it. Like, why would I have a point of view? If somebody desires a business like mine, why am I not seeing that as a beautiful compliment of how awesome my business must be? And so he said to me, it was so fascinating. He said, so truth, did she, des did she desire a business exactly like yours or did she desire your business? And that was the sticking point. She desired my business. And so I bought the lie that she desired a business like mine. And the truth was she desired my business. And so then there was this really funky, crazy competition and all of this. And what I finally chose to do was I would bell jar her. So just energetically imagining an upside down clear jar over top of her to contain that energy for me. So I wasn't doing it for her, I was doing it for me. And what I did in the meantime was cleared all of the points of view that I had about that. So everywhere that I decided competition was wrong, all the oaths and vows running between her and I, and between our businesses, and you know, just all the crazy that would come up. Until I had what I would kind of call like a muscle, I'd built the muscle enough that no matter what she chose, no matter what sort of competition she chose, no matter what sort of crazy she chose, I was willing to be aware of it without a point of view. And that probably took me, um, gosh, I don't even remember, maybe two, maybe four, maybe six months to get to that point where I didn't have a point of view. And then I could take the bell jar off. Because what I see so many people do is they use the bell jar as though it's more potent than them. 
It's like, oh my gosh, that person has, has power over me. So I will bell jar them to stop them. And that really, you, for me, it's just you really want to be aware of that because anything or anybody that you give your power to will take it. <laughs> so if you're using bell jars to stop people from affecting you or hurting you or being unkind to you, yeah, it's okay as long as you're clearing your points of view so that you can then take them off because bell jars aren't an always and forever. Bell jars aren't an answer. They're just something that you could use to contribute to you creating more and and however that works for you. But it's not about bell jarring them because you aren't strong enough yourself. It's really just about creating that space like I did with her. And then once I was able to to have that awareness, have the clarity, be aware of what was mine, be aware of what was hers, not go into judgment of me when I was aware of what was hers, and really have that space, took the bell jar off, and it was totally different. It had totally changed. So it's really, when you look at using a bell jar, it's about containing that energy until you get clear enough might be the word strong enough I don't know if that's the right word but clear enough so that you're willing then to really stand up have your own back not go into judgment be aware of what's yours be aware of what's theirs not making any of it right not making any of it wrong and it to me it has to do with with when I talk about being willing to be the most conscious person in the room because if we just use something like a bell jar as a solution, as an answer, you're not actually willing to be the most conscious person in the room. You're just willing to use something to make yourself less than. And that's never what these tools are for. These tools are about empowering your life and assisting you to choose greater than you chose yesterday. Really, that's what these tools are for. And so when you use them in a sense against yourself, uh, that's what you'll end up doing. You'll start creating less. And I had received an email from somebody about bell jars and had I done a show on them and I, and I hadn't, um, I probably spoke about them here and there, but I hadn't done a whole show on them. And, and they're, they were asking kind of from that place of, can I just bell jar this person that I don't like? And no, <laughs> I mean, yes, you can, but you don't want to do it from the place of bell jarring. And that's the answer. You want to know that you can clear any point of view. So if there's somebody in your world that you don't like, or that is being unkind to you, yeah, it's fine to bell jar them until you clear all of your points of view and then take it off. Cause bell jarring them to, as the solution, it's never going to create more. And all you're going to end up doing is having to bell jar everybody eventually for not being what you would like them to be. Instead of with, with these tools, it's about choosing more consciousness and consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. So it's looking at what are your judgments? So if somebody's judging you, what are your judgments of that? Is it that it's bad and it's wrong and they shouldn't? <laughs> what if it's okay? What if somebody judging you means nothing about you and everything about them? Yeah, I know. We really want to make judgment mean everything about us and it doesn't. It doesn't. The only time judgment means something about you is if you're the one who's doing the judging. 
there was a thing on on Facebook. I think I even talked about this on another show, but it's like it says uh, when Sally talks about Susie, it says more about Sally than it does about Susie. <laughs> and how true is that? Like if you think of the last person you judged, did it have anything to do with them or was it based on your stuff? Yeah, judgment is always based on the judger. And we've bastardized it and made it mean something about us. So then we want to turn around and bell jar and contain the crazy of somebody who's judging us. What if we were willing to receive that judgment? How much more might that create in the world if you were to drop your barriers and go, thank you? (laughs) Or a really cool manipulation with somebody who's judging you is you can be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for caring. Because it really isn't caring. And it ends up kind of putting them in the place of, of looking at what they just said. Now, not everybody will take that as, a, as an inspiration to look at what they just said. And that's okay. Just say it for you so that you know. You just don't want to say it behind barriers. You don't want to be sarcastic. Well, thank you for caring. <laughs> no, you want to be really genuine and drop your barriers and be like, wow, thank you for caring. Everything that doesn't allow that will you destroy and uncreate it. And all the judgments that you've made up to mean something about you will you destroy and uncreate it and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. So that's one way that you can use a bell jar to your advantage is kind of buying yourself some time while you clear your stuff, while you get rid of all the points of view so that you can have total allowance for whatever that person is choosing. Now, another way that you can use a bell jar is if somebody is being really crazy, like uh, maybe there's somebody that, uh, maybe you're, you're dating somebody who has an ex and that ex is being totally crazy and ridiculous, then that can be another time where you use a bell jar and you just put it over top of them. And what occurs is all of that crazy that they're being exponentializes and then they can either choose to change it or not again that's totally up to them that's none of your business but it at least keeps it out of your energy and then you want to be looking to and destroying and uncreating when you make it yours when you start talking about that I mean if you've ever had that with somebody let's say you know an ex you're you're with a you're (laughs) easy for me to say um your your new love has a crazy ex and you guys spend lots of time talking about that crazy ex. Like all you're doing is adding to that. So be really aware of that too. Because if you really desire for something to change, you really desire to change it and choose something different, then you can bell jar the ex and then be choosing consciously to always be creating greater than that which means you're not spending hours talking about them. You're not, you know, complaining about them. You're, you're aware, you're, you're consciously choosing and the bell jar will contribute, but you still have to be taking action and being aware of what you're being with the energy of that. Because a lot of times people love to play with their stories. And the more that you play with the story of how crazy the X is and how bad the X is and how wrong the X is, all you're doing is exponentializing what you're saying you would like different. And most times when we're still playing with the crazy of it, 
we don't truly desire it to be different. We're enjoying the drama trauma of it. We're enjoying the entertainment of it. So again, be really aware if you're really willing to change it and get rid of the crazy, then absolutely use the bell jar. But if you are still going to play with it and entertain yourself with it, don't even bother with the bell jar and don't judge yourself. You know, don't judge yourself for playing with the crazy or for entertaining yourself because it's not there's never a reason there's never a good enough reason to judge yourself just want to be aware of when you're doing it from that space of uh, what is going to create the most here and what else is possible and then in those cases when you're really working looking to change it that bell jar becomes such an incredible gift because it contains that energy contains the crazy you're still going to have to use you know who does it belong to return to sender with consciousness and who am I being and and all of that because you're still going to be aware of that crazy but it won't have the same um, energy as when they weren't bell jarred So it's really looking at that and are you willing to change it and not judging you if you're not. Um, You do want to be aware if you are looking at, oh man, I I don't wish to change it. I do want to stay in the trauma drama. It could be that you're just looking for more to do. So you might want to add some more to your life so that you get out of the trauma drama. And we're going to actually head to break. When we come back, I'll explain that uh, more so that you're not wondering why the heck we would choose drama trauma. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G L E N Y C E.net. Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio Airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does! From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. 
Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So before break, I was talking about how we often will distract ourselves or create more drama trauma or play with things that aren't fun uh, when we're bored or when we don't have enough on the go. And it really is something I encourage you to look at. Maybe this isn't your thing and that's totally cool. Uh, But for a lot of us, if we don't have enough on the go that's fulfilling us, we will often play with the drama trauma. We will create crazy. We will distract ourselves. We will, in a sense, entertain ourselves with what isn't actually creating more, but it's kind of like a filler. <laughs> it's kind of like the way that we um, give ourselves something to do or we don't feel bored. So it really is. And such a great question that you can be asking every day is what can I add to my life to change this? So if you have the crazy with an X uh, and you're going over and over it in your mind or you're going over conversations in your mind or I should have said this or I should have done this or like all of that crazy that I'm sure all of us have chose at one time or another. It's like, what can I add to my life to change this? Because it's really about adding. It's not about subtracting. It's not about slowing down or going slower or choosing less or taking time to relax. And sometimes it is. I'm not saying it never is. It's not about being go, go, go all the time. But for most of us, go, go, go is our natural state. And we're so fast and we're so quick. And having two things on the go isn't enough. And I don't know about you, but I know that if I've got something to do and I've got five hours to do it, I'll take five hours to do it. And if I've got 10 things to do, I can do that one thing in two minutes. It's really about what can you add to your life? And you can add anything to that question. Like, what can I add to my life to have more money right away? What can I add to my life to change my body right away? What can I add to my life to have a lover right away or have multiple lovers right away or whatever it is that you really truly desire? What can I add to my life? That is your natural state. So it's really asking that question when you're noticing yourself playing with drama trauma and being uh, distracting with what you could be creating. Because how much could you create in the world if you weren't distracting yourself with the drama trauma? Yeah, right? So much, so, so much. And how much of that distraction is used so you don't have to be the greatness of you, so that you never choose to be the greatness of you. Yeah, and isn't it time to change that? Isn't it time to be more of you than ever, ever, ever before? Yeah, I've really been feeling it too. Like really, really, it's so time for each one of us to step up and say, I'm here, (laughs) I'm weird. I'm different. Let's play. Yeah. Now, another way that I use the bell jar, and there's a couple different things you can choose um, to kind of have the same effect. And and there's not a a time to choose one and, and a time to choose a different one. It's just following the awareness each time. It's sometimes I'll be creating something that I really don't desire anybody else to uh, to tap into because I you know I don't know about you guys but there's sometimes I'll like post a class or post a tele series or something and it's like 
in that same moment or the same day, other people are posting very similar. And so, I mean, I know they're not copying it because it's in the same time. So it's like we've all tapped into it energetically at the same time. And then we're all doing it our own way, which is totally cool. But sometimes it's like, oh, I'd really like to create that with nobody else kind of tapping into it. Uh, and, And so then I will sometimes put that in a bell jar too. So it's like the creation itself I'll put into a bell jar while I'm playing with it so that other people aren't tapping into it. And like I said, there's another way you can do that. Uh, the other way is you can expand it energetically. So every time you're playing with your creation or you're uh, thinking about it, you can just energetically expand it beyond the universe. Because often when we have like a secret, we try to make it dense and uh, we're st- we're too aware. <laughs> we're way too aware for that. And so when we're when we have that awareness, and somebody is making something dense, we may not specifically know what it is, but we get the energy of that. We get the energy that there's something going on. That they, we we get the energy of the constraint contraction of the secret so we really want to look at expanding it out or like I say there's times depending on what the creation itself is asking me for where I'll put it into a bell jar so it's just me and it while we're creating it before we bring it into the world and again it's not that it's wrong that other people tap into it and they have their own flavor of the same thing uh, or you know we tap into it and we ha- add our flavor of the same thing it's just sometimes it's fun to have that kind of be like oh I want, would like to bring this into the world and we know eventually every not everybody we know eventually other people will will copy it to some degree or or ta- tap into the energy of it to some degree and and make it in in their own version and that's totally cool too It's not wrong. It's just sometimes. And I mean, with the expanding, there's things that you might really desire for people not to be aware of. Like, let's say you're going to go work in a country that you would have to do a lot of paperwork to be able to work legally in that country. And you would just like to go do a weekend class. Uh, You can, you know, just expand keep every time you think about it and every time you go through immigration and and every time all of that you can just keep expanding it so that nobody can pick up on that denseness you know so there's things in your life that sort of stuff I always do the expanding I, I don't ever do the bell jar over um, that sort of stuff or, or things like that that's more more if it's just a creation that I'm just energetically looking to to contain for a while until I bring into the world but otherwise use the expansion you'll notice that the the more you expand things the less people can energetically pick up on it um so it's another another fun way to to use it I've also played with the bell jar a, a little bit differently, and I'm not sure that we could still call this a bell jar. This maybe is just a different kind of energy exercise uh, as opposed to a bell jar. But it's the, the same idea where sometimes I'll be like over uh, a place, let's say I'm going to go facilitate a class somewhere. Sometimes I'll put a bell jar over it um, and intensify the energy of the class and intensify the energy of the people in that area that would um, would like to attend that class or it would contribute to. Uh, so it's kind of like a, a way of bringing it into their awareness. So 
that they can find a way to hear about it or, you know, the universe just has it show up in their Facebook feed or something like that. And again, I'm not sure that we'd call that a bell jar, but it's it's something very similar where it's just where I'll put put kind of that container energy, intensify the energy of my class, intensify the energy of who that would contribute to. And then it's kind of like they find each other like a puzzle piece in a sense. Um, so that's another way that that I use that. And again, might not be bell jar, but you get the energy and it gives you another idea. And you could use that for anything. Like, um, even if you just Oh, okay. Here, how about putting right now uh, the energy of a bell jar or of a container, whatever you want to call it, over top of the entire earth. And now increase the energy of how much money you desire in your life. How about, let's do this, how much money you desire to show up in your life within the next 30 days. So maybe that's a thousand dollars, maybe it's a million, maybe it's a billion, you know, just getting the sense of, of what that is for you, what really feels fun and yummy and light and expansive for you. So get that sense and intensify it within that container. Yeah, there you go. Intensify it even more and even more and even more and ask for even more and be willing to receive even more. Yeah. And now with that container, now intensify every person and place and thing and event and experience that will actually contribute to you creating that money as if by magic. So that energetically, they're both vibrating at the same. And I say both, there's not only two things, but you know, the energy of what you desire financially and the energy of, and if you guys could see me right now, it's really funny because I'm like moving my hands and like, it's like everything is vibrating at the same time. It's really awesome. <laughs> Maybe this should be like a, a TV show instead of a radio show. Uh, anyway, so you've got the energy of what you truly desire financially and now you're asking everything on earth and beyond that can contribute to you creating that amount of money and more as if by magic. And you're asking it now to vibrate at that same energy so that they come together like the puzzle piece so that you're willing to receive the magic that somebody might come to you and say, hey, would you like to buy this stock? Hey, would you like to teach this class? Hey, would you like to come here and do this or whatever it might be, however it's going to show up for you? And quite likely it's going to be more than one way. Yeah. And can you just perceive that where all of the molecules are dancing and vibrating together? Yeah. Yeah. That's sometimes how I use the energy also, because then it's like, one, I'm willing to ask for what I truly desire. And then I'm willing to be aware that I can be that energy and that everything that I desire also vibrates at an energy. Yeah, I'm still vibrating here. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but it's really quite fun. Um, and that all of that can then be kind of the resonate together like where they literally the puzzles of the pieces pieces of the puzzles come together I'm sorry I'm on lunch break from facilitating a class in Denmark right now and it's phenomenal and I'm pretty sure some of my words are not as clear as usual uh, but it's been a phenomenal class and I'm so grateful for the the amazing group that has come together so so yeah so that's another way that I use the bell jar in that sense of just really intensifying the energy of what I desire and then 
adding to that all of the things that will contribute so that that creates more ease to create that. Yeah. And are you willing to be clear on what you desire? Like when I asked you to, to how much money you desire in the next 30 days, was that ease for you to ask or did you just go to some crazy number? And I say crazy, I don't mean your number was crazy, I don't mean you're crazy, but often we'll just go, oh, well, a billion dollars. And that's not from awareness, it's from the conclusion of like a billion dollars is the answer. And usually what you want to look at and what will create more is if you look at what amount you truly desire in the next 30 days. And I know most of us would say, oh, no, it's a billion dollars. And I wonder if you look at how much you created in the last 30 days and maybe even just doubled that and asked for that. So often we're uncomfortable asking for what's more real. It's easy for us to say, oh, a billion dollars. But if you created $2,000 last month, what about asking for $4,000 in the next month and playing with that? It doesn't mean that you could never ask for a million. It doesn't mean you could never ask for a billion. And it doesn't mean you'll never create that. It just sometimes if we're really clear of the energy when we're asking of what is the most uncomfortable we're willing to be and ask for that. Because what if uncomfort and discomfort has nothing to do with it being right or it being wrong? What if it's just about asking and willing to be uncomfortable? I mean, how many of us aren't even willing to ask maybe for an upgrade when you arrive at a hotel or you're going on an airplane? Most people are like, oh, I can't ask that. What if they say no? And what if they do? (laughs) What does the no mean to you? Where have you made that no mean something about you? And what if receiving a no is okay? I know I talk about this a lot on the show, but it's something that's so interesting. And I'm, I'm not perfect at it, believe me. There's still places where I will jump into that person's universe. I will pick up the information that they're not, um, they're not gonna say yes, and then I don't even ask, which is really unkind, not just to me, but also to them. So it's that space and the possibility of asking, because when you ask a question, it changes everything. Even if you know the person will say no, how much can you change in the world just by asking? Yeah. And so how much is uncomfortable for you to ask for in the next 30 days to show up as if by magic? And what if the as if by magic doesn't mean it has to show up magically? So often people are like, well, if I asked for it to show up as if by magic and I only got money through my job, what if the way that you make money through your job is magic too? What if everything is magic? Are you willing to receive that much magic? Are you willing to be that much magic? Yeah. So what is an uncomfortable amount for you to ask for in the next 30 days? And anything that doesn't allow you to ask for it and to drop your barriers to receive it, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine podpox shorts, boys and beyonds. 
because it really isn't yours. I can promise you it isn't yours. It is somebody else's and you're picking up on it and you're aware of it. And maybe you were told as a little kid not to ask for what you desire. And maybe you were told it was wrong and you're just to give, give, give. And and if somebody gives you something, you're just supposed to be happy with what you blah, 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 blah. All of that crazy is just crazy. What if you were willing to ask and receive what you truly desired? Yeah, on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenice.net Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us and more power to you. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to invite you to some 
awesomeness that I've got coming up around the world. Uh, right now, I'm in the beautiful Copenhagen, Denmark, and we are in the midst of an amazing five days to change your life. And still in Denmark on Friday, which is September 18th, and that evening, I'm going to do a uh, uh, being the greatness of you in your business. So a clearing and clarity night to just clear all the points of view that you have that's stopping you from creating a business beyond what you never imagined possible. And then on the weekend, Saturday the, the 19th and Sunday the 20th, uh, one of my two-day specialty classes, Magic with Molecules. So really looking at what magic can you be to change everything in your life. And then off to Santa Fe, New Mexico, October 3rd and 4th, where I'm doing one of my brand new specialty classes, Create Your Life as If by Magic. And then from there, heading on to Detroit, Michigan, going to do a foundation and a level one starting October 6th. Then on that weekend, Magic with Molecules, also in Detroit. So how the heck did I get lucky? So lucky to spend all those days there. And then off to Edmonton, Alberta, in my home province. Uh, and we're going to be doing the five days to change your life. And I'm going to be uh, co-facilitating bars with my beautiful host, Miss Tanya. So if you've taken a bars class with me before or with Tanya before, and you would like to uh, work towards your, your bars facilitator, you can join us and have it count as a class. And then, of course, foundation level one to follow. And this is at the Edmonton International Airport. So for all of you that have been desiring a five-day class with me or possibly just a foundation level one with me, uh, you can easily fly into Edmonton and catch the shuttle and be at the, the hotel for the class. How does it get any easier than that? And then on November 10th, I am off to Florida and we're going to do an, uh, an evening class on As If by Magic. So really looking at all the magic tips and tricks and tools so that you can create anything you desire as if by magic. And then November 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th is the foundation and level one also in Florida. And I've rented a beautiful home there that we will be uh, doing those four-day classes at. And I'm so thrilled because it has a private pool. So how does it get any better than that? And I've also got coming up at uh, the end of September is the first one. It's four months, a monthly magical tool to invoke action with your business, where we look at all of the different ways, tips and tools and tricks to really take action in your business. Because uh, that's really where I see a lot of people struggle in terms of, of creating the business they truly desire is the action part. So how does it get any better? So September is all about taking action in your business. 
uh, October is the secrets to deepen your connection and your communion with your business, uh, learning really how to communicate with it and how to listen to it. November is daily practices to take your business beyond what you never imagined possible. And we're going to talk about how to use bell jars in your business in that class. And uh, yeah, how does it get any better than that? And then December is how to tug everything you desire into your business. So if you're familiar with access, consciousness, need and tug, it's really how to use that in business and to create more. So yeah, what else is possible? What other magic uh, is there in the world that we can all be creating? Yeah. All right. So back to the show all about using bell jars to create more in your life. So we've talked about different ways to to use bell jars and and use them to your advantage. And I just want to reiterate again, and I talked about this in the first segment, but please know that nothing is stronger than you. Nothing is more potent than you. So it's not about using a bell jar because you're less than and you need one. (laughs) It's really about using a tool that can contribute and really being in your potency at all times and knowing that nobody and nothing can affect you unless you allow it. So just some some extra tips with that. Uh, and the other way that I, I use bell jars that I actually was just thinking about at break was the when I'm with somebody, so let's say I've got a friend and we're going for for coffee together and we're just going to have a visit. She's not looking to change her life. She's not asking questions. She just, we're just going to go as friends and have a visit. And let's say that I'm, as I'm visiting with her, I'm very aware that she has all of these non-contributing entities and energies around her that aren't creating more for our conversation. Now, at one point in my life, uh, when I really used to do superior bitch well, (laughs) I would just have automatically cleared them um, kind of from the energy to help her. And that's not kind. And I'm aware of that now. I wasn't aware of that then. And so I'm aware now how unkind that is. And so now it doesn't work for me to have coffee with somebody who's really distracted and and has all those non-contributing energies and entities around. So what I will sometimes use a bell jar for is I'll put it over the entities so that I can have her and her be present with me so we can have a conversation so that we can enjoy our time together. And then when, when I go home, I take that bell jar off. Because it's not about me clearing her or me taking care of her or me doing something for her that she's not asking me to do. But it's also I'm not a doormat. So I don't allow non-contributing entities to have that sort of potency. So I will bell jar them to be like, hey, you're going to be over there and and her and I are going to visit. And sometimes I do something really funny, which is kind of like a threat energy. Like it's like, hey, if you guys bug us, I'll clear you, (laughs) which is, I mean, just kind of a little bit of a funny thing, but they don't desire to be cleared a lot of times. So they will avoid me. So that's that's another way that I will use a bell jar. And the other way that that I tend to use it probably more more often Um, when I'm traveling is if I'm in a hotel room and I'm aware that there's drugs in the hotel, uh, my sweet, sweet, beautiful body (laughs) tends to process that for people no matter what. So 
I can have a conversation with my body. I let it know that it's no longer its job, that I'm not asking it to do it and please not to. And then when I go to sleep at night, what I do is I actually bell jar myself so that my body isn't just taking on and and processing those drugs and, and such for people. And most of us have that capacity. Most of us will automatically do that without... Uh, really looking at if that creates more for us. So it might be something that you want to check in, especially if you find maybe when you wake up in a hotel, you're really tired or exhausted or you feel like you didn't sleep at all. Or for me, sometimes it's really crazy either thoughts or pictures in my head while I'm trying to fall asleep. And it's kind of my awareness going, oh, there's stuff going on here that isn't going to create more for me. And I know I'm more potent than those drugs and I'm more potent than uh, anything that I might be processing for people. And I'm okay when I'm awake, but when I go to sleep, I just like to bell jar myself to keep that totally separate so that uh, when I wake up, I feel like me, I am me, (laughs) and I'm not uh, just kind of unconsciously or uh, energetically picking that up without being aware of it. And when I am aware of it, I'm just constantly reminding my body, hey, sweet body, I'm not asking you to do that. That's not ours. Let's let them deal with that stuff and and let's keep us in this space. So it's another way that you can you can use bell jars to your advantage. And in a way, this I don't know, again, this might be a little bit different than than the bell jar energy. I often talk about it from the place of a bubble. So if you have people that are projecting at you that you should be doing something or shouldn't be doing something or need to choose a certain way or all of that crazy that often is getting projected at us, you can put yourself into a bubble uh, that it does to me seem a bit like a bell drive. I've never called it that before, but as I was talking, it's like it kind of has that energy. And again, this isn't something you want to think you always have to do. Forever and ever, I have to put myself in a bubble because I always will pick up other people's stuff. That's not it at all. What you want is just another tool so that if there's some things that you're so aware that people are projecting at you, that you can put yourself in a bubble and then you can check in with yourself if it works for you. So then you can ask the awareness like if you have let's say your your friend would really like to travel to the Bahamas with you and you know that they would really 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 love to go with you you're not sure that it would be fun for you or that it would create more for you what you want to do is put yourself in that bubble so that you're aware only of what will create more for you so that you can use my two favorite questions truth what will the planet be like if i choose this sorry truth what will the planet be like in five years if i choose this and truth what will the planet be like in five years if i don't choose this and that way when you're in the bubble you're not picking up other people's stuff or other other energies stuff and projections you're just aware of what it is for you and so then you can have that clarity of what works for you you because we're so it's we're so so aware it's so easy for us to be aware of what will create more for somebody else than it is even for us to be aware of what will create more for us and it's again just about developing that muscle so using the the bubble or the bell jar energy to to develop that muscle to have the clarity of what is true for you and what creates more for you and I can promise you 
it will get stronger. Like you will get where you no longer even think about using the bubble because you're aware of what works for you. And and it just comes with practice. It just comes with using it. I mean, so many people go, oh, you know, I'll never be able to use the tools like you do. And it's like, no, you absolutely will. It's just about continuing to use them and continuing to use them and trying a different one and doing a different one. And, you know, it's not about getting them right or perfect or having it the best way or always knowing the right thing to say. It's just about trying it out, checking it out, strengthening those muscles that we have never strengthened, like knowing what what works for us, and then taking the steps and following that. Uh, So that's another way that I use, again, not really a bell jar, but kind of the same energy where it's just containing something. And, And then you have that space of what is truly yours and what you truly desire. And I've had people in classes and sessions ask if, you know, can they use a bell jar to bell jar somebody that they would like in their life? Like maybe they've, you know, dated somebody in the past and they'd really like to date them again or something like that. And I always use your own awareness, but I would really look at that because if there's somebody you would really like to be dating or have in your life, there's usually a lot of conclusions around that and so if you bell jar them to kind of be connected to you or to love you or whatever it might be that's probably not what you're looking to create because it's it could be that you can ask for for somebody like that or greater for you so that you're not like you've in order to choose one person like that you have to decide and conclude that person kind of is the answer or that's the solution or whatever that might be and and it's not about that. The bell jars really aren't about that. And you really want to be aware of that. And it's asking more, really, what are you looking for? When you look at that person, what is it? Is it their kindness, their caring, their, you know, their cute butt, their whatever? And, and can you ask the universe for that instead of saying it has to be that person? So just a a thing, if you're wondering about um, that, it's a question I get a lot. So I would encourage you not to choose from that space and really look at what else is possible. And, you know, somebody like that or even greater, somebody that will, you know, make your heart dance even more or whatever it might be for you. So, so there are some tips and tools and ways to use bell jars to your advantage to create more in the world. And let me know how it works. Let me know what you're using and and what you've tried and how, how it worked for you. And I would love to hear the feedback. And if you have, uh, things you would like me to be discussing on the show, please feel free to let me know. You can message me on Facebook or send me an email. I'm always happy to hear from you. Sometimes I'm not able to talk about a certain uh, subject. So just so you know, I might just say, okay, I'll add it to the list. And it might take me two years before I can speak to that because it really, there has to be an energy that I can can speak to. And sometimes with some things, it's just not I just don't have that yet. So um, please let me know what they are and know that um, when the energy is there for me, I'm so grateful to do it. So thank you so much, each and every one of you for listening in. I am so, so grateful for you all. And I would also like to invite you to check out the Living in the Magic of Possibilities Facebook page. And of course, you can friend me on Facebook. Uh, 
And I also have a business page after my first name or after my name, uh, Glenys Hughes. You can also check me out there. And all right. So what physical actualization of a phenomenal life and living are you now capable of generating, creating and actualizing? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.